Welcome to Kindly Gifted. I'm your host, Kate Tarantiva, and I can't wait to unwrap the world of influence with you. Every day, your gifted episodes, see what I did there, to help you become fluent in the business of creativity and learn the best kept industry secrets to creating an online presence worth remembering. It's really like having a momager on speed dial. So let's dive into it. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We as a society have really started to glamorize a couple things that, to me personally, don't really make a lot of sense. And I'm saying this because I'm very sure I'm not the only one. Um, My friend David and I talked about this a little bit on episode 21, but we were talking about something else that was being glamorized that's not necessarily the same as what I'm going to talk about in this episode, but... um, the concept is very similar. So my friend David was talking about people who were self-made and he said, I don't really believe that anyone's truly self-made because when you say that, you're essentially saying that you're the one who bought your products. You're the one who mentored yourself. You're the one who did every single aspect of what it took to get you to where you are, both tangible and intangible. So like actually physically buying a product or service from you, as well as emotional support that somebody gave you, you're negating all of that and saying, I'm the only one who did it, I'm self-made. And he was like, in reality, it takes a village to make someone. And in reality, it's really not self-made. Even if you didn't get something tangible from someone, but you got advice or support that helped you on your journey, like they were a part of that. And I have the same sentiment towards the like no one believed in me sexy narrative that people try to spin in interviews especially like a lot of public figures and founders and entrepreneurs it's a really popular um it's a really popular part in all of their books in all of their press tours um even some of my clients have come to me and like when I ask you know things about their story they'll be like no one believed in me and I understand what people mean when they say that you might be just like focusing and zeroing in on like a handful of people that told you you would never have a successful podcast or you could never be a singer or whatever. Um, But how many people supported you and lifted you up compared to how many people put you down? Usually there's way more supporters than there are haters and the haters are necessary. And the people who say you can't do shit, like they're 100% necessary because psychologically we tend to remember the negative things that people have done and said towards us um, much better than the kind things that people say and do for us. Because if you're if you sit here now and you think about like when was the last time someone fucked you over immediately you can immediately think of it a former friend an ex a bully in middle school like you can immediately think of those people you can probably visualize their faces but if you sit here and think about like when was the last time someone did something kind for you it's a lot harder to remember 
because it doesn't fuel us as much as somebody's negativity. Um, because when somebody does something kind for us or they believe in us, we don't necessarily need to prove them right or wrong. But when somebody says, oh, I don't think you can do this or that's unrealistic, we have this like human need to prove them wrong for some reason. Um, and then it becomes this this really nice, like I said, sexy narrative about how no one believed in you. When in reality, it was like not as many people as as it seems to us. Um, and that's just like confirmation bias, right? And so you see the things that you want to see. Um, so if you want to see people that don't believe in you, you will. Those will be the first people that you notice. Um, it's kind of like uh, your crush's name. Like suddenly you'll start seeing their name everywhere. It's kind of the same. It's very fascinating. Um, I've done a lot of reading on this, clearly. <laughs> um, but I, yeah, the, the same way that my friend was talking about like self-made and how he doesn't really agree with that narrative. I also, one, don't completely align with him on that, but also like have the same sentiment towards like no one believed in me. And also it really, I'm curious if anybody else feels this way when like one of your favorite public figures or an entrepreneur that you admire says that in an interview and they're like, no one believed in me. And you're sitting here and you're like, I've been listening to your songs since like day fucking one, like literally since SoundCloud. Yeah. You don't know who I am, but like immediately it becomes this like, wow, (laughs) You really don't, you really don't see how many people love and admire you. Um, And maybe people don't really think of it that way. Maybe we process it as, oh my gosh, that's like hot and can't wait till I get to say that about my story. Um, But for me, it's always been like, wow, that's fucking crazy. Because I'm sitting here and I've been reading all your books and I you know, listen to what you have to say. And I've been liking your songs and adding them to playlists and all these other things. Um, So there may be people genuinely that like don't believe in what you can do, which one is just a projection of their own fears on you. And that's fine. That's completely respectable. Like nobody's asking um, you to go after the same dreams that I'm going after, right? completely understandable and also especially if it's like very early in your journey and you're trying to explain to somebody that like this is what I'm trying this 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 big thing this book that I want to write this is what I want to do and they're like the fuck like you don't even have an agent you have no idea how to get started you've barely written one sentence like it's hard for them to maybe visualize the end goal based on what they've seen they've seen you do or the action that they've seen I don't know but I think when people sell the notion of, like, nobody believed in me, it oftentimes backfires behind the scenes. I think a really good example of this, although not at all to the same scale, very minor, minor example. I remember um, when My Mind and Me, uh, Selena's documentary came out, and she had either said this in an interview or she said this in the film Where she was like, well, I don't really have a lot of industry friends. The only industry friend I really have is Taylor Swift. And there was a girl that she was in films with. Her name starts with an F and I cannot remember her name. But it's like something like Francie or something like that. Um, 
but she got really upset and was like, wow, that's really interesting considering we're in the same industry. I thought we were friends. And apparently that friendship like dissolved. Of course, I got this from like a tabloid. So, (laughs) you know, those things are, take that with a grain of salt. But um, that's kind of like one of those instances where something like that can backfire where you're like, oh, you know, I don't really have that many industry friends. You're like, it's, it's not to the same scale as like no one believed in me, but it's kind of in the same lane. Um, and then it can actually backfire where you lose people who thought they were your friend or they thought they, they were your supporter because um, you spend too much time glamorizing your haters um, or supposed lack of supporters that you end up like alienating the people that really do care about you. Um, yeah, I mean, it doesn't just happen to celebrities. Um, it happens in like nine to five corporate structures. It happens in networking relationships. It happens with mentors and mentees. But I think the biggest reminder here is like connecting with other people is a very beautiful gift that we have received as humans. And even if somebody did not give you something tangible where, you know, you received money from them or an object, Getting somebody's time and energy to emotionally or intellectually support you, that's still their way of showing that they believe in you. Otherwise, they wouldn't do it. Um, I think it's important for us to remember that while, you know, I'm totally entirely self-made and like no one believed in me, like that sounds really fucking sexy Um, and it makes headlines because it's just like, the OG classic catchy punchy sexy press strategy it can backfire behind the scenes or in public um when people realize that like oh you don't value what I did for you because I I didn't pay you or I didn't give you something tangible um so I just thought I'd make this episode about that because I this was triggered by a couple of interviews I've been hearing back to back with like the same narrative. And I'm like, is it, are people on one? Like is everybody working with the same publicist? What's going on? Um, but just thought I would share that because it, it can apply to daily life as well. You don't have to be a celebrity to like <laughs> take this advice. Thanks for tuning in to Kindly Gifted. To support the podcast, please leave a review, share with your friends, and don't forget to subscribe. Make sure you follow me on TikTok at Kate Mob for more creative secrets from the internet's momager. See you on the next episode of Kindly Gifted.